Hello and welcome to the Confessions of a Car Cleaner podcast. My name is Alex Rogicescu and today we're going to be talking about are you paying enough for car cleaning services? And we're talking about this in the context of car cleaning but it really applies to um, all areas of life. And it's it's because of a precondition that we have and, and, it's beca- and it's called the fear of loss. And we're preconditioned to not like um, and be viscerally reluctant to lose things and possessions and and money it's it's one of these things and possessions that we don't like to uh, to lose so then whenever uh, we we feel like we're uh, spending too much in something or or we're overpaying for something it's um, we're just we're, we're pretty much um, looking for uh, paying less whether we you know we, we, we're conscious about it or not um, we all do it at a certain level we all look for uh, you know quote-unquote bargains or or save money on on things or um, think about it when was the last time in your life when you when you you know saw something and you wanted to get it at any cost regardless right chances are 99 cases out of a hundred or 999 cases out of a thousand you asked about the price and you try to justify the price and you also thought about it maybe maybe you didn't ask or you didn't say it but you 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 thought about mm, how can I pay a little less for this maybe there's a promotion maybe there's a there's something where I can save a little bit of money on this even though you you could afford to pay full price for it price would have not been a um, you know an issue money would have not been an issue you wouldn't you wouldn't have felt the money if you paid it you probably wouldn't felt the money if you paid twice as much but it's just something that's that's embedded in our subconscious we want we 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 don't like to part with our possessions and money is one of those possessions and and it that translates into um you know looking to save money on <coughs> I'm sorry excuse me please I got to get a sip of water into looking to save money on uh, on purchases and I want to talk about this because of um a couple of a couple of conversations that I had one it was happened a longer time ago and one was pretty recent and um they both with um uh, potential customers they they ended up not being my 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 customers or my clients and so here's the here's the first one that's that's that probably happened uh, about a couple of years ago I think and it was this um, a lady called and and simply asked about our price that was back when uh, we were entertaining calls about pricing so people would call and they would be 
uh, we would actually take those calls and, and just go into a tirade, an explanation of all the description, of all the pricing and all the all the packages and what was in every single package. And it was just like, uh, you know, like a presentation, like a, like a full five, ten minute presentation to someone who it was has had heard about us the first time and they, they just saw maybe the phone number on Google or somewhere they just picked up the phone and it was like oh how much do you charge that was pretty much the typical question so so then this lady calls and asks about pricing and so I launch into this presentation we had three packages at the time and I told her the cost I told her you know what was involved in which package and why um, you know I was pretty much without even being asked to uh, at the time I was trying to to sell to her trying to convince her why she should choose our service even though all she asked was how much you know what what's your what's your pricing like and after I go through all this uh, blabbering about all the pricing and everything and I I pause for a second uh, she says uh, well, can you match the price for this different car service that we're currently using, you know, at the time, uh, at this time? And yeah, can you match it? Uh, and after I, you know, I, I was, I didn't expect that. And I was speechless for about, I don't know, 20 seconds or so. Um, and and also she mentioned the price and then it so happens that the price their price was about half uh our price and i was familiar with the company i knew who they were at the time and i knew what they can do and i was you know speechless for a bit and then i you know i picked up my jaw off the floor and i said well i'm sorry well as much as we'd love to have your business we cannot sell you we cannot let you have the service for that price and then you know at this point i could have ended the conversation right there because she was not uh, a, a prospect in any way for for our our service she would have not become a client uh, but then i don't know the curiosity got the best of me and then uh, i asked uh, if you don't mind sharing um it does sound as if you have a, a a great deal already so why do you consider switching uh and then her answer was because no matter how much i tried we cannot get them to budge on price she says and so it takes me a few seconds to process the answer and then I'm just befuddled at this point and then I say okay so it sounds like you're looking for an even lower price than what you already have is that correct yes she says to which I don't remember exactly what I said at the time I probably said sorry again there's no way we can let you have that I appreciate your interest interest in our service and you know uh, so and so thank you so much for calling and that was the end of the conversation but 
to put the story in context because she had given me you know uh, a little bit of detail about um, the car in question so the car in question was a uh, at the time a late uh, uh, like a very recent uh, model sports car uh, valued at over a hundred thousand dollars probably around it was about probably around $150,000 if I remember correctly because I, I looked it up and I wanted to see the exact pricing for it. I had a I had an idea but I wanted to see the exact pricing for it. So I, I think it was about somewhere between $140,000 and $150,000 depending on the you know options and all that stuff. So let's just say $150,000. And so that other... Uh, car cleaning company what they were doing they would they would pick it up from the customer's office uh, they would which was pretty far away from their uh, shops from many of their shops and so they would drive it across the city pretty much which was I calculated it was like a 20-25 minute drive without traffic and clean it properly i i presume because she the lady who called she never complained about quality she only complained about price and so and, and then return it to the customer you know unharmed so in in the same condition as it was when they picked it up except cleaner and so judging by I remember that I was judging by Vancouver standards and it was like pretty much you can you can expand that to anywhere judging by any standards that is a huge deal um, this kind of service and they were offering at a rock bottom price that was something like it was really unbelievable and I I at the time I couldn't understand how they were how they were how they could make any money on these this was already way lower than there was what was advertised on their website which was a which was really really low by any standards and I was looking at them and there was at the time when I was paying like really close attention to my competition and I was trying to uh, so this must be even older than I thought it must have been like oh it's like probably six seven years ago yeah I think so anyways so I was at the at the time I was paying close attention to my competition and then I was you know I was taking what they were presenting on their website and in their literature at ad literum and I was you know if they said it, it might I was thinking you know, if they said it, it must be true so then I was wondering you know if they charge this much maybe you know I we should charge this much and they maybe if they make money this way it's probably we can make money this way and luckily for me i you know i resisted that and then i was charging way more than they were charging because honestly if we didn't we couldn't we wouldn't have made any money and so i thought oh they must have some secret sauce they have some formula there's there's something to it otherwise they would not be uh you know charging these prices i believed in the you know sanity and the in the reasonableness of of other business owners in the in the industry and i thought okay if they're charging these prices and they operate this way it must be a reason they know something i don't and so 
And you know, I was trying to find the secret of it. And so, uh, you know, that was the end of the conversation. So the, the price was rock bottom. What happens is, um, at the time, these, these guys had three locations downtown. Um, and in just probably a couple of short years, they were down to one. So, you know, whatever I thought they were doing right, they weren't. And it just turns out that rock bottom pricing, pricing and good profits don't go hand in hand. Unless you're Walmart, and even if you're Walmart, uh, there's only one Walmart. And the reality is that any business that tries to get away with, not get away, but, but make money by being the lowest cost provider, charging low prices, and they, they, they can't do that for a long time. Because what happens is... Um, and that's why I said I'm, I'm going to talk about this in the context of the in, in the car cleaning, but it really ap- applies to any other area of life because um, when someone is charging a low price, like what's really perceived by anybody as a low price for something, um, it it usually it usually let me put it this way: anything comes at a cost. And a low price, believe it or not, comes at a cost. And when someone is charging a low price for something, they need to be cutting corners somewhere. They need to be cutting from somewhere. And then that's why I mentioned I, I mentioned Walmart a little bit earlier because as it turns out, uh, as you might know, because it's, it's public information at this time and it's been public information for many years, Walmart is is offering um, their their stuff at, at some of them at, at lower prices than than, than their competitors, but then they're 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 cutting and they're justifying those things by cutting expenses from from someplace else. And where they're cutting the most is is with one of the biggest expenses in any businesses, and that is payroll. And they're cutting money from their employees, and they had all kinds of trouble um, with with cutting money and paying their people um, um, uh, a wage that that no one can live on, uh, and and cutting their benefits, and then they're also squeezing their suppliers to get their stuff at lower and lower prices, and then they what they they force all their suppliers to go. Um, uh, offshore and they, they went out to you know uh, you know to faraway places uh, where people get paid uh, five dollars a day to make stuff and then you know it comes again that stuff uh, when somebody makes it at, at that price it's not quality it isn't it's not quality stuff so there's, there's all kinds of problems that come from charging low prices it's very attractive um because you know you feel like oh if i charge a a lower price not necessarily if i undercut my competitors but sometimes that's also um that's also uh uh, tempting too but if i charge a low price more people are going to be attracted to it and then i can going to have um you know more customers and then i can make it up in volume but the reality is that 
um, it doesn't work this way. And so it turns out, and that's just one example, this company that was charging such a low price many, many years ago, and they had three locations at the time. In just short, in just two short years, they were down to one location. I don't even know if they're around anymore. If they are, they, they must not be making any money because what happens with, with these, car, most car cleaning companies in the industry, what they do is they, they, they switch owners, they change owners, Every 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 five years or so, a uh, new owner takes over. They buy it, you know. They buy the business. They try to make it work with doing the same thing as the the previous owners were doing, and um, it's just, you know. And then they figure out, you know, they 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 hang on for a few years. They don't make any money, and they figure out, okay, I gotta get out of the business, and they just go out and sell out to someone else and someone else takes over and then the cycle continues and so this lady uh so to go back to the conversation this lady who who called us at that time um i would consider her very lucky because uh, they were using this car cleaning service for a while they had been using it for for a while and then you know nothing bad happened and it's been my experience that a company that charges such a low price for so much service because they were getting so much service those these people were doing so much for that price uh that simply simply cannot afford to pay insurance that's that's the bottom line i pay insurance um every year every month and it's one of my biggest expenses but i truly consider it an investment it's it's i pay through my nose for insurance and the reason i do so and i and i happily pay for it um and i've been paying even even before i could afford it really is because it protects me and it protects my employees and it protects my clients so if something happens to a client's car while it's in my possession, the client is covered. And that goes, um, it's good on so many levels. So, uh, the, 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 you know, it never happened. We, we never had to use our insurance, which is really good. Um, but if, if something happens, I am really confident uh, when when we you know when we talk to somebody and they have a you know a, a three hundred three hundred thousand dollar car and we have to to drive it to one of our locations. I'm really confident that whatever happens, we're covered. The client is covered. If something happens to their car, you know, there's not we're not going to be uh, uh, playing the. Uh, uh, the the blaming game who's at fault we're simply going to take care of it be, and it's not going to be out of our own pocket is we're not going to go out of business to fix a three hundred thousand dollar car or a half a million car uh because the insurance is going to take care of it on top of that the relationship with our client is not going to have to suffer is not going to suffer because we're gonna we're gonna be good for it and so 
you know, it's having insurance is so is so good on so many levels that I I couldn't imagine uh, not having insurance. But it it is expensive, and and I couldn't be able to afford to pay, you know, for insurance and and in the same time uh, uh, charge the same kind of pricing that kind of that that company was was charging their clients. So, you know, I'd rather not have the business then charge I, I'd be bringing money from home pretty much if I were to charge those kind of uh, I'd be paying the customers for the privilege of cleaning their cars that's the bottom line of it and so you know when you drive someone else's high-end sports car across town all kinds of things that happen I mean it's as careful as you are you know it could it could be someone else's fault it's it happens every day and then if if something happens who's on the hook for damages if you don't have insurance guess who the car owners the customer right so you know the company cannot afford it so the thing is when when and that is that's true for all of us i mean it's true for me it's true for everyone it's we we instinctively try to get a lower price on you know on you know on all our purchases but but the the reality is when you're, when we're shopping price instead of value and then we don't consider va- the value that we're getting in return for our money and we only look at the price uh we're we're exposing ourselves to all kinds of risk and the the second conversation, which is really, really uh, recent, I think it happened uh, probably about a week ago. This was not really a conversation because it happened via email. So it was just a bunch of emails, uh, an exchange of emails back and forth. Um, so what happened is this very good client of mine, which who's a, uh, a lawyer uh, downtown, she emails me and then she asks me if we have any special because somebody in her company um, is looking for a car cleaning service. And so when, you know, when we get a request like that for, for one of our clients is what I said is that we're going to offer them um, something. Uh, we're going we're gonna to make them a special offer because they come they come recommended by my client and i asked her to to ask her a colleague to get in touch directly with me and then i'll i'll keep her in the loop and uh, i'll tell her what happens next and so the the colleague uh who's who's also working in the law firm um gets in touch and and then she says hey i'm looking for an interior detailing um how much do you charge and though and then i say um first of all we don't offer um partial uh packages we don't offer interior only or exterior only we have complete packages and and the reason for that is uh every one of our clients cars is sort of bears our our name on it um it's it's kind of like a mobile billboard advertising billboard for our 
service. So then one of our clients is, is driving her car that we take care of. Um, we want it to look and we want to be, be able to be proud of how the car looks. And so I've always been of the opinion that that a, a partial service such as an interior only or an exterior only is a, is an is a incomplete job is an unfinished job and and it's not right it's just like someone washing half of their body and then the other half they would not wash it right that's that's just not right and then if someone sees the car in question that they see the car they're gonna naturally question our professionalism and our ability to actually deliver a service because they're gonna wonder uh, well what happened with the rest of it if they if we only did just the interior what happened to the exterior how come we didn't how come the exterior doesn't match the look of the interior and the reality is that I have not seen in 13 years of being in this business no it's actually for close to 15 years now uh, I have not seen a car perhaps they're out there I don't know I have not seen one that would be fine with just a partial service with just it would look okay uh, by any standards if just the uh, a partial like just the, an interior would be done or just the exterior would be done uh, they all the all the cars that I've seen without exceptions need a complete cleaning inside and out no exceptions and so this lady um, uh, asked us about interior detailing and so I say okay so so here's the deal so because you've been recommended by our very very good client because the person who recommended her is one of our you know one of one of our top clients um, and by the way she gladly pays premium prices for our service uh, on a frequent basis every two or three months um, gladly pays them uh, but I know why she had asked me about a, a special because that's the context that the uh, uh, that the uh, the the question was asked to her, um, and and I understood once I had this conversation with the lady why why it was asked this way, um, and so because the this coworker hers were rec was recommended by her, I did something that um, you know I I don't usually do, so I I made them a. Uh, I made her a, a fantastic offer. So bottom line, I, I think I've, 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 you know, I've discounted the prices by, by about 50%. It's pretty much, I think it was about 50%. And it was something that I, I never do, but then, and then I immediately regretted it. But the, the, the thinking was, okay, she's asking me, my client is asking me, so I was, I was doing it for her. I, wa I wanted to encourage this new person to use our service. Uh, and so part of making a special offer um, was to encourage her to use our service. Uh, but that's not why, why I went, you know, I, I went so low with it. Uh, it was it was because my I don't know, I, I would know what I don't know what I was thinking. I was trying to please my client. 
I'm not sure. She she never got such a such a uh, fantastic offer. So you know ever. So that's why I I immediately regretted it. Uh, but then, nevertheless, I uh, I I I made this offer to her coworker, and so uh, that was via email. So I sent her an email, and you know I made the offer, and so. Uh, you know, a couple of days go by and, and there's no response. Um, she had mentioned in her um, in her email because I asked what kind of car is it, you know, uh, what are her expectations and, and all that kind of stuff because I was trying to understand the situation because there are cars that we we don't really do or, um, you know, if there's somebody that, that works with a, that works, uh, travels with a, with a dog, uh, all the time, um, you know, there's, there's a limit to what we can do in, in taking out pet hair and stuff. Uh, but so I had asked her a few questions and, and then she mentioned that the car was a Volvo, a Volvo, um, an SUV, a 2019. So a very, very recent, uh, model. It was a leased vehicle. And then she's looking to um, take it back to the dealer soon um, because of the, it's the end of the lease. Um, it's, the lease is up, and then the dealer is going to inspect the um, the vehicle. So she was having she was looking to have it cleaned up so she can uh, take it back to the dealer. And then I've leased a couple of cars. In my life, so I I'm really familiar with what the the dealers uh, look for when you return um, a vehicle. Most people are not familiar with this. If you haven't leased a vehicle in your life, um, it, you know you probably don't know this. The thing is, dealers look for every opportunity to make a little bit of money off you. So. The end of the lease inspection is one of those opportunities. They're going to be extremely thorough with the way they look at the car. Uh, they're going to look for every nick and scratch and ding and, and every single little thing um, in order to, uh, um, you know, place an extra charge on you. So the car must be in close to perfect condition. They're going to, you know, take into consideration a little bit of wear and tear, but very, very, very minor. If the car is dirty, they're going to load you up with um, charges for cleaning because they're, you know, they're taking it back. They have to clean it up to, to resell it to this pretty much. The car goes back to them to be resold to someone else. So it, it'll have to be, if it's not in near perfect condition um, for a you know used vehicle is going to have to be reconditioned at some level and so they're going to have they're going to try to pass on those uh, charges um, onto you pretty much whatever charges are they going to incur in reconditioning the vehicle and making it presentable for for the next owner and so uh, I, I am very, very familiar with what she was about to experience. And so I know what kind of, how the car should look like. And I know that we would have delivered um, a flawless um, uh, result. And so in terms of cleaning, the dealer wouldn't have not have 
um, would have not had uh, anything to say. Um, it would have, we would have not given him the uh, the any reason to to extra charge my uh, my client, this lady, the owner, the, this this lady, yeah. Um, and so in that context, uh, I was ready to take on the job, and so. A couple of days passed and you know in my mind I thought okay so she comes recommended by my client uh, she knows what we do what we can do so you know I think she she I'm sure that my client had done an awesome job uh, telling telling her coworker all of this because she's been she has been using our service for many years now probably six seven years now and so I thought that the you know it was a done deal. She was just a matter of told her, okay, we're gonna have a couple of spots available next week. You know, which one would you like? And you know, a couple of days go by and nothing. And I don't know. I thought, oh, maybe she didn't get the email. Let's get back in touch with her. And I said, okay, hi, you know, so and so. I haven't heard back from you on this one. Could you please let me know? You know, what 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 you decided and then you know again this was a conversation over email so it's impossible it's almost impossible to tell tone it's not like in a face-to-face conversation or over the phone conversation but when you can hear the tone of of when someone says something you hear the tone um, but this was a was this was over email uh, but even so, um, I think the, the, the response that she gave us was a little bit uh, strange because she said, uh, well, I'm not a lawyer, so your price is a, a bit your price is a bit steep for me. Uh, I'm gonna have to get back to you on that. And so it just sound, I mean it's, you know, I, I, I almost I could almost feel the resentment in her voice as if she as if she was speaking directly to me, like in a face to face conversation. Um, I'm not sure why she mentioned I'm not a lawyer. Uh, it was the price was not based on whether or not she was a lawyer or whatever, uh, you know, her her job was. Uh, at the company or her function, the price was based on what we are gonna offer her and the results and then the service. It had no connection whatsoever with you know her job at the company, her function, her you know her monthly uh, salary and all that kind of stuff. So that that was never brought into the conversation. So you know it just sounded kind of weird. Um, again, even though it was via email, it just sounded kind of weird the way she said, you know, in essence, she said no. And then, and then I replied, no, I, I understand. And thank you so much for, for considering us anyway, because, you know, it's really, I mean, it's really okay to say no to us. If, you know, if we're in a, um, a, 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 a conversation and and we talk about you know you ask us about you know how much this is you talk about so and we make an assessment of your vehicle and we uh, and we make you an offer 
it's absolutely okay to say no. I mean, it's just, you, you don't have to say, oh, I'm going to think about it. Oh, you say, I'm going to look around and I'll, I'll get back to you. No, if you feel like it's not right for you, for whatever reason, it's just say no. And I, you know, I totally get it. We'll move on. We're, we're adults. We'll, we'll move on. You don't have to explain to me why it's not, uh, you know, uh, right for you. Just simply say no. Because at the point where we're, where we're getting to talk about the financial aspect of our service, you already know, you know, what to expect in terms of service. We already know about you and your car. We already know the situation. You're, you know, you know, you know the situation and you know what you what you should expect and if you don't then i haven't done my job properly in explaining to you but you know if i do my job properly you already know and so if under these conditions you decide no this i'm not gonna pay this because you know whatever you know i'm getting in return it's no it's worth less to me than the money i'm I'm giving for it that's absolutely fine that is perfectly 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 fine to say no and so, you know, the way she avoided uh, in the first place, so to, tell, to say no to me and then the way she avoided in the second place by, by saying I'm going to have to get back to you on this, even, even though both of us know she'll never get back to us on, on this, um, it was, you know, it was kind of weird to me. Um, and then the thing is... Um, Again, uh, I don't think it was a question of of whether or not she could afford. Even though she she brought that into into pers- into perspective, uh, you know, obviously she can afford to drive a sixty thousand um, dollar um, uh, luxury vehicle. Uh, she can afford to pay. Uh, the the monthly payments for that and everything that comes with it and the insurance and then the maintenance and all that stuff and so money was was not not having the money was not an issue uh she just didn't whatever at, at a at a certain level she didn't feel like it's worth you know whatever i had offered her and the funny thing is as i said i i immediately regret it making that offer because it was unbelievably low and like again about 50 percent of what we usually charge for something like this and and i know i don't pay close attention to my competition because i don't really care about them what they do but i am familiar with the kind of pricing they charge because every once in a while i look over see what's new what's changed what kind of players have come on on the scene or who who left the scene um, see if there's any dynamic going on uh, and I'm familiar with you know roughly with what they charge and I know that based on that we were probably charging less than even that what our competitors were charging so even if she looks around unless she gets any you know phenomenal deal for 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 many of them chances are she's not gonna get a better deal uh, and that was that was kind of ironic but you know it is what it is and that that's the that's the thing with the with the fear of loss we all we all look for deals we all look for bargains and you know if we 
for whatever reason we can't justify uh, you know a price that we are about to pay for something uh, we, we feel bad about paying it so the reason I, I wanted to we talk about this today is to put it into context because again there's a, a there, there's always a cost even for a for anything even for a low price and in in this industry in the car cleaning industry the cost of paying a low price usually comes with you know lower non-existing customer service or any service whatsoever um, a lot of times it's associated with lack of insurance um, a lot of times it's associated with uh, um, a lower quality a lot of times it's associated with um, you know underpaid or 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 low paid uh, or unskilled untrained employees who couldn't care less about the, the client the car uh, for them it's just a job just a buck they're here today they're someplace else tomorrow and they and they and they don't care and and you need to be you know aware of all the stuff and take all this into consideration when you're looking at price and not look at price out of context put it into proper context and so well this is all for today uh, I appreciate you I appreciate you being here I appreciate you listening to my rant and, and my and my rambling and uh, to this podcast and um, again uh, thank you I appreciate you and we'll get together on the next one.